Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's that special time once again for the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. And it will be airing live momentarily. This is that place to ask those special questions about PCs, technologies, with your computer, iPhone, and those smart devices designed to work at home and in the office that's supposed to make life easier. We welcome your questions tonight. And please help me welcome the CEO and founder of the Jaymore Connection, Inc., and the star of tonight's show, Mr. John C. Morley. Check us out more at jmor.com. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Just about our last Monday for the month of September. And I want to let you know that we have been listening to you. And we are going to change our show time. I'm not sure the exact week, but I will let you know. So if you uh, tune into your uh, station here, be sure to uh, check earlier because we are going to probably be starting our show about 9 or 9.30. And uh, we have heard your feedback. We're actually going to be doing our show on Wednesday or Thursday night. It looks like it's going to be on Thursday night. And it looks just a ballpark, I would say probably the third or fourth week of October, but definitely by the first week of November, we'll be our new uh, 9.30. Uh, again, we do appreciate your feedback. We do listen to your feedback. And um, I want to thank those that uh, definitely stopped by our table uh, this weekend. I know we had some great uh, weather there. Thank you down that actually stopped by to, to see us. Uh, we met a lot of great people. We gave away a lot of a lot of great candy, and actually had three winners. Um, by the way, we're still waiting for those winners to contact us. Uh, the first prize was actually for a Fitbit uh, wireless. The second one was for a digital laser, and the third one was for a Dymo labeler. And as per we will contact winners by email. Uh, give the winners up to three business days to respond to us, and unfortunately, we need another winner they do not respond. So uh, we have emailed several of you, and also I'll tell you um, uh, the contest. You had to be over 18, as we mentioned in our rules and conditions, but you also had to had to check the box at the bottom that I have read and agree to the terms and conditions for the contest. We had several people enter, unfortunately, did not give emails, and some did not check that box. If we didn't get an email where that box was not checked, then uh, you were So uh, please check your email, check your uh, spam box, because I bet you um, up there an email three of you, and uh, they have not bounced back, so we're just waiting to hear from you, because um, we would like to work So tonight, what are we talking about tonight? You know, last week we talked about mail merge, how mail merge was kind of interesting, and this week we're actually going to talk about, we're going to go back into Corel Video Studio. Now, this week that an hour just doesn't do it justice. So obviously we're going to pop in and out the many different episodes and, and some features. Now in Corel uh, Video Studio, uh, if you're happy to hear the lady in the background, pay no pension to her. Um, we have uh, smart thermostats, and if you say one little word that's close to what she's listening for, well, she'll just rudely interrupt us, and uh, I do apologize about that. Anyway, I wanted to let you know that Corel Video Studio is actually a great program. It's a let you do a 30-day free trial at uh, Corel.com. And, um, you know, generally look at programs that either they are free and they don't do much, or you pay money for them and they're complicated for being money 
then they don't work. Or you get somebody that's in another country, and then you have to hope that you never need to call them. Unfortunately, their support is not all in the U.S., but I do have to tell you from talking to them a couple times, if you're not happy with support, you will eventually call back from someone in the U.S., and they are pretty knowledgeable. Uh, we had an issue a while back where a driver was so that it would work because when you're using any type of video editing software, your video system has to be pretty much fine. If it's not, it is going to crash when Corel Video Studio or any other program tries to load its resources. You probably doesn't crash when you use my regular program. You know, and that's a great, great question. But you see, when you use any type of video editing software, it actually because it actually uses a lot more in details, uh, accessing a higher level of memory. It has to be perfect or the system will crash. Now, talking more about Corel Video Studio, I know some questions here about video and what can be done. But Corel Video Studio is great because, you know, you, you can actually – uh, you can do so many different things. Now, last time we talked about how easily they arrange everything into the timelines. And just, just as a quick recap, we're not going to go into this too much because we spent this uh, on the last the intro. So we have our first timeline, which is actually our video, um, our video um, track. That's the is our overlay track. Our third one is known as what we call our title track, and our fourth one is our microphone track, and then the one after that is our music track. So I bet you're wondering, you know, what can we actually do? And you can do so many things. See, when we talk about typical projects, we actually can take a regular clip from our camera. Um, can import that using Corel Video Studio. And you actually see there are three little tabs at the top. One says capture, one says edit, and one says share. So if we look at the capture tab together, let's click uh, on that. And if you don't actually Corel Video Studio, you can again get it uh, right now online, so you can follow along with me. You can get it free of charge. And once you've done that, uh, many of you remember Corel. They're actually the um, people that took over WordPerfect. Corel over, and the only people that really use WordPerfect right now are pretty much the legal industry. They have the uh, Microsoft, unfortunately, doesn't seem to be catering to those industries, and Corel has kind of jumped on the bandwagon. dictionary for the medical industry and another one for the legal industry. And that's why lawyers and a lot of the medical practitioners like to use Corel. But there are some that just use Microsoft Word. But it is very prevalent, I will say, more so in the legal industry. So if we click on Hover Over Products, we go to where it says Video Editing and DVD Playback. We'll see that we have Video Editing, Video Studio Ultimate, Video Pro, Mono Studio. So let's just take a quick look before we before we get going here. So Mono Studio is something called Motion. Pardon me. So Motion Studio 3D is one of the products. Okay, not the one that we want for for what we're talking about today. So I'm going to go back to and there are actually three products. There is Corel Video Studio, and there's Corel Video. Studio, um, actually, um, Ultimate. They actually had, and they got rid of it. Video Studio Standard. Uh, they don't seem to have that one um, anymore, uh, but that one was a very basic product. So now they have Video Studio Ultimate and Video Studio uh, Pro, and they're both X9. And what I like about this company is that if you buy software with them, actually upgrade if you're not more than three versions behind, which I think is great and allows you to save, let's say, 20 or 30 bucks. Uh, 
It's really nice. And they always run specials. So you can just go right to where it says download trial, and you'll be given a trial. You can download your 30-day trial that you can run right on your computer. So I know what you're probably asking me. What are the differences between video and video ultimate? Yeah, I, I knew I knew you were going to ask me that question. So why don't we why don't we get this uh, right now? This way we don't have to worry about talking about it later. So Video Studio um, Pro, then they had Video Studio Ultimate, and then actually. Um, so, so if we go back to what there was, what they're supporting now, the Pro version, Video Studio Pro, uh, is actually Video Studio Pro Nine. That is the version of Corel Video Studio Pro. Now, as I mentioned to you about the three versions, so they're still supporting version seven, version eight, and version nine. Every um, version had an had a pro and had an ultimate. So let's talk about the differences. So in Video Studio Pro, okay, you were able to do, they added something which is great. They added new multi-point motion tracking. In your video, which is really cool. You couldn't do this in eight, you couldn't do this in seven. This is brand new. Now in Video Studio Pro, you can actually four cameras. In Video Studio Ultimate, you can do six cameras. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Now, in both video, video, you can freeze frames. You can add extra impact by temporarily stopping the action to focus on a single frame and select the frame and then separation. In both options, so you can color blend, add, multiply, and gray key options in both pro and ultimate. Easily track objects on the screen and connect them to elements such as text and graphics and be able to allow them to do certain types of paths. You can stop so you can create an animated movie uh, starring people, toys and objects and other type of things. You also have time-lapse photography. Great. Maybe you are taking a picture of um, a science project and let's say maybe you wanted to see how long uh, you know, the process takes to something to go from point B, such as a reaction, not a chemical reaction, but one that might take a long period of time. Or maybe you want to time-lapse photography uh, a house being built. It takes a long time, right? But you can time-lapse that and, and actually um, and, and speed that up or slow that down. You That's been around for a while. There's no real secret about that. Uh, you have the ability now. You had a fast flick, so you can easy edit, share, maybe the past seven and I think even six and five did some of that. You actually have video tracks now in in, in video, uh, okay video studio pro you have the ability to have twenty one video tracks. In ultimate video tracks pro eight ultimate eight same thing no difference. You can normalize audio so you can balance the volume of selected clips. Very similar. Again, the only difference we had so far was that Video Studio Pro actually can do six cameras for mobile, and Studio Nine can do four cameras. So that was the, that was the big difference there. Um, what what else is different? So you have the ability to in, in with these new features now. So we have the fast flick temp, uh, template designer. That's something new, and we also have an existing one or move a track. That's also new. Very easy and very quick without having to move it uh, and cut and paste it. You have audio filter integrated right into your filter libraries, which makes that really easy. You don't have to go thumbing and searching for things. You have enhanced audio detection automatically and lower the volume of background sounds, and you can do this with options to fine-tune the lead-in and the lead-out. This, is all, um, this has actually been in version 9 and version 8, these last two functions, uh, the ducking and also the audio filter. So we have score fitter. Uh, that's been around for a while. Customizable motion, that's been around back into 7, uh, oh, back into 7, 9, 7, 8, 
start of that in in the Corel Video Studio uh, Ultimate. You have the new XX keyboard feature. In Studio Pro and Ultimate, you do have the ability to import the H.264. XAVC format uh, 5.1 in Corel Studio Video Ultimate. You can see the uh, format support. We talked about that. The Ultra HD, you both have 4K support, video support, both. So that's resolution 4K, 1096 by 2060. Um, you also have the ability in Studio Pro as well as in Ultimate to do the Blu-ray disc offering. So um, the thing I want to let you know about this is that it does require an additional paid plug, and it purchased uh, within the studio. I want to let you know it supports it, but you do have to pay for that extra uh, that extra uh, plug-in. So SD card again, that was done way up into nine, eight, and seven. Okay, uh, Corel Studio Video Pro and Ultimate actually both work with seven. 8 and 10. Corel Video Studio Pro uh, 8 and 7 only one version, seven, version 8 of Windows. So if you're running the new Windows 10, you need to have Corel Studio Video 9. Okay? And it doesn't matter whether you have the Pro or the Ultimate, you still will have the ability to use Windows 10 um, as well as the 7 8, which we had in the previous. So you have the ability to use the Windows 6-gen core technology, but the only way to do that is you have to have Video Studio 9. If you're using Video Studio 8, you do not get to use the Skylake optimization, uh, which makes your rendering a lot faster. The MPEG-4 and the MOV optimized playback performance is only available. You get it in Studio 9. Okay, so both of those work. Um, premium effects. So in Corel Video Studio, Pro, you get the effects pack, transition, special effects, uh, best-selling new blue effects, titles, etc. But you also get correct enhance your video with time-saving tools such as uh, ProDad, New Blue, Boris, and you get the hundred effects presets and other tools to give your video that professional polished touch. So again, you can see that you can do quite a bit of Pro. So my advice is you do not need to go to Ultimate unless you're doing that that stick need to do more than four cameras. Most aren't even doing more than one camera or two cameras. So again, I wanted to let you know about that so you had an understanding of of you know how to get it work. So Studio Nine, we have the ability here to do capture video right from an external device. Okay, so you can do that very easily. You can pick the Okay, the name, etc., uh, very easily on your screen, and you can pick such as if you wanted to use the integrated camera. It was a Do you want to use a digital TV source uh, or whatever you wanted to do there? And you can capture rights to the live. You also do something which is kind of neat. You can actually do what they call a uh, DV quick scan. So a quick scan is a Scan um, the DV and find the files that we're looking for. So what it'll do is it'll look for DV AVI formats and it asks you to pick the device that you're looking for, such as if it was on a camera or if it was on a drive, a USB thumb drive, etc. So DV AVI is really cool. It's quick and it's a nice feature. I mean, it's just a really really nice feature. You have another option here called stop motion. So you create or edit stop motion. Um, you have to have a quarter um, hooked up to be able to do that. You have screen capture. So screen capture is really nice. You have screen capture, you can start recording the screen. So you have the option if you just click on start, resume recording, you record. Now on the screen, you can do something custom. You can do, um, you can do uh, a lot of these different ones here. So where it says here full screen, it says custom. Now is thing here that says Full screen, it does full screen what I'm on. If I choose something like, let's say, for example, I wanted to go to my uh, window, 
right now. Uh, I'll use one of the screens I have open here called Metrics. Um, Click it will that window, and it will actually let me record that window. So again, it's a nice, quick and dirty way. But what I like about it the best is you can take your window and drag your window right on the screen. So by doing custom, okay, you can actually pick what you want to do, and then share it. You can drag the box. Now what's nice is whatever you do in that area only gets recorded. So if you want to do something outside the area, no problem. What you do, I think this is really cool because you can get professional, high-quality screen captures that you can put right by your why would you want this? Well, maybe um, you have a website and you're trying to show somebody that website. You want to either you want to put into a commercial or you want to put it into a tutorial or you want to put it into a DVD authoring. So you can do that really easy and really simply by using the Corel uh, Video Studio screen capture. Incidentally, screen capture comes with Corel Video Studio Pro and Corel Studio Pro. You also have the ability, this is really cool, you have the ability to do disable voice recording or to enable voice recording. You have the ability to disable system video. So why is that important? Well, maybe you're on the computer and you have your Outlook run. If you enable your system audio and an email message was to come in, that message would actually record uh, and go on to your uh, video. It, then it would not. Voice would basically be what's coming from um, your microphone. Okay? Your voice coming in. Do you wish to click animations? Uh, you can do that. Do you want to enable the F10, F11 shortcut? Uh, do you have a secondary monitor? Yes. For primary monitor or secondary monitor. So, again, very, very easy, very, very simple. And again, this is just on the capture functionality. So, it's really great. You can take something that was already shot or that you built. You could actually do a lot of great work with something you've already shot. You can do it. When you start from scratch in, in Corel Video Studio Pro or Corel Video Studio Ultimate, you're going to find that nothing is used hard, but when you're doing nothing, you basically have to come up with all of your video because there is no on the screen, that's nice, but you really want to have some video so that you can actually enhance it. We talked about making a different type of videos, uh, which we talked about another program that could do that with Power DVD a few weeks ago. Corel has a program that does that too. So again, let's go back into the edit tab because that's going to be pretty important. And again, remember we had that little window here. And what I like about this is that when you're in the capture screen, you actually have a picture on the bottom left that has a and then your video. So again, to capture, so I think that, I think it's just really cool, um, you know, how how they do that. So let's talk about that, shall we? Great. Now, next to the share, you're going to see an option that says Upgrade to Ultimate. So I can, of course, they give you the savings. So when you upgrade to Ultimate, you're not going to pay the full Ultimate. You're only going to pay the difference in price. Uh, save money. Up front, or whether you buy it later, you're just going to pay the difference in the price. So again, we have something called our time. At the bottom, as I mentioned to you, we have our first pane on the left, which is our project window. That's where we can play clips. We have our, our little um, column here next to the project window, which has um, different filters and features can use mostly a features and effects and filters. So effects uh, and filters are really thing. It's actually not a filter, but that's an effect. So when we say effect um, and filters, um, they're a title of filter. All right. So if we look over here, we have the ad, but what you're talking about, we can can do that. Um, so I have something here called my project files. Okay. Um, again, purpose of being 
my uh, let's say my project file is very simple. It's because you want to have, let's say, your like when you start working on a project or a collage. What's the first thing you do? You go to some area, maybe a kitchen countertop or a workbench or somewhere outside, and you put something down on the table, unless it's an old table, and then you'll go through and you'll make, you have a lot of room, right? You'll get everything you need. But what this is, it's kind of like your workbench. So now if I want to go working to it later, I don't actually have to take everything all out. I just go on my workbench and there we are now. I have some, I have some, uh, some samples, okay? I have, um, uh, there's some triple scoop music and something here called music sound effects. Now, let's, for example, on one of these, I'm going to click this one. Uh, I'm just going to give you this one. Like this. Okay, so that's an ambient beat morning. Click on another one. Why do they keep saying the word music? Very uh, interesting. It's because these are used in a project. Okay, if you go to something called purchased, then you'll see the ones that you actually have. So if you wanted to, let's say, click on I click on acoustic guitar. All right, all right, and I actually could purchase. I can go right to the Corel guide and I can buy what I want to buy and I can download sample free summer. I have templates, I have titles, I have graphics. Okay. So in templates, um, again, templates are pretty limited here, but we have like, for example, one is a picture of um, a greeting card where there's a little box on but it's done for you. So most of these that you'll see here are um, all free. But there are some that are not free. And those you'd actually have to buy. So where it says music sound files, you'll see across the top, you have something here that says, um, you have something here that says, um, next to that you have just a different option. Under options here, I actually can choose open options panel and I can go through my options if I want to want to go to this one over here. Click on this one here. I'm gonna to go to uh, alert. Okay. So again, if you wanted to purchase that sound, you need to you need to buy and sound range from price. You're better off to make your own sound because then you don't have to worry about buying it because you created it and you record it and you do whatever you want. As long as it's you created and you composed or you're using music that is actually um, has a public copyright that you use or has a, um, let's say, a um, or doesn't have a copyright on it. Okay? Because I'll be right back after the short break. 
Are you having challenges with your service crashing? Having issues with large file transfers? Is your system always getting attacked by viruses and spyware? Or are your workstations always slow? Jmore is the solution. Jmore has nearly 20 years of experience helping small businesses to large corporations manage their technology. At Jmore, we specialize in engineering technology to grow your business. Watch out for those promising you support for a low price. When troubles arise, you want the expertise of the Jmore connection behind you to run your business while you get a good night's sleep. Visit us on the web today at jmore.com. talking about uh, Corel Video Studio Pro, and then we talked about the differences between Corel Video Pro and Corel Video Studio Ultimate. And we're talking a little bit about how the software is laid out right now. So we have these different types of files, project files. You can actually set up things like uh, you can set up your uh, your voiceover. Uh, you can set up uh, other other clips, so everything goes into your project file. That's how it works. At the very top, you can browse media files. You can actually import other media files into your project. Next to that, you have something that's hide photos. You have another that's hide photos. If you click it again, it actually goes and shows the photos. And then once again to show them. You know that they're hidden because the the gold mark around it's not highlighted. It actually goes gray. When I click it again, it says show. Uh, hide audio files, and then click again to show audio files. Again, this is really useful because you have a lot of I get to you can, you can just sort out exactly what you need. And um, so next on this list, we have all the We have something called the transition, and we have something here called the title, and then we have something here called graphic, and then we have something called, and then we have something called path. So let's talk a little bit about that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take one of my graphic, and I'm going to drag it into my timeline, which is going to be my top timeline. Okay. Now you notice we have overlay track that is called our video track. So I know you're probably wondering, you know, what's the difference? So let's go into our uh, uh, let's go into our um, our track here, and I'm going to go down to where it says one, two, three. She says uh, graphics. So we have the option for color patterns, backgrounds, frame. I'm going to pick something that says frame. Now I'm going to take this frame, drag one of the frames. In I that down to the overlay track, and I, and I want to show you something here. So if I try to take that and I drag that down into the frame, I can make that bigger if I want to make it bigger, okay? Very easy, very, very simple to do. I can come to the top, and I can make that. Okay, now I can click on play. And you can see how that works, right, ladies and gentlemen? Pretty easy, pretty simple. So, again, very, very easy to do, very, very easy, and very, very simple. If you're on a track and it actually goes, you'll see like all these little, um, like a mesh around the track. That indicates the track is actually muted, okay? Uh, by muting it, it can be sound. In our case, muting it will be disabled. So we're disabling the video track. So the next thing I want to show you is what happens if we unmute the track. And I'm going to just delete the track right now. I'm going to delete the top track. Remember, I didn't actually delete my contract. I deleted what I put in the track. So everything in my project is still fine. I'm going to go down here and I'm going to drag the uh, one of my fr different frame. And I'm going to okay. Uh, right here, and I'm going to put that this time. I'm going to put that in my overlay track. And now I'm going to go back to graphics. I'm going to take something and I'm going to pop that down there. So now if I click play, you're going to notice that when you play it, okay, this is a common mistake that people make, is that if I click play on this, 
you'll notice that the track right, um, when we ha if it's not in line, you won't actually see it in your box. So when we do something like this, we put our overlay track, that's important. So we have our overlay track, okay? And then we have our video track. So if we have an overlay track, an overlay track can be where we put our frame, and then our video would be going here. Now I'm taking and stick that into my top overlay, my top track, and I'm going to leave. I'm going to make my video a little bigger here. I'm going to go to my top of my frame, and I'll just go, 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 and all of a sudden it's going to switch to a different picture. So again, the rule of thumb is put your videos on the top or your pictures, and then put your frames on the second track in the timeline, which is going to be your overlay track. Because what we're overlaying the picture um, into, our, into our frame. And again, that was very easy, very, very simple. Didn't give me a lot of time to do, but very, very easy to do. So my overlay track, just just to just to just to uh, go through again, my track, okay, is going to be a, a video track, okay. My second track is my overlay track. So I do doing that. I basically took my um, one track and I put it down. And I if you make it other way around. Let me just show you how this will work. So let me just go back here. So right now, if I take my picture, I want it, and I'll make it just a little bit bigger, okay? This is the thing I want to show you and why it's important. So because I did this like this, all right, guess what happens? I want to show you if you does it. Your overlay track, okay, and a lot of you make this mistake. Your overlay track is supposed to be, okay, that's going to be the track that you're going to overlay, your video gets overlaid on. So that's this let's do it this time, okay? Uh, I know I'm being a stickler about this, but I, I want you to I want you to understand why I'm saying that it doesn't work. It appears it works, but it really doesn't, okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to my effects. Um, let's see, I'm going to go back to my uh, graphics. I'm going to choose frame. And I don't know, I'll choose another frame. So I'll drag my frame into my into my uh, first track, right? Which my now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to my project, and I'm going to pick, uh, pick something in my project, right? Go there. My overlay track actually needs to be stretched bigger so that it fits into the side of it. By the other way, I really wasn't overlaying it. I was putting the video frame on top. And by putting the video frame on top, I'm making it look bad because now when I try to do effects, it's not going to work so well. So you always want to make sure that your is always your top track. So that's your video track. Now, when I want to add something else, like I'll add my I'll add that one next to that, again, on my overlay track. Keep in mind that the same picture needs to be stretched because it is an overlay track. Okay? So I can use my arrows. I can use my corners. If I go back to the beginning, ladies and gentlemen, you will see there it is. It fits in the picture. Okay, that's how it works. Your frame is always going to be your main video. What you put in your frame, a lot of you'll see things, ceremonies, because you have this image. A lot of times, the um, videographer, uh, your, your um, your event have a standard background or backdrop. You don't know this, you do. A little bit, they can put your name, your date, and it looks great because 
no one ever knew that they had this library of all these frames and just pops right in there and it works great. And they, and everybody thinks you spent hours and literally all it took them to do to add that frame was probably about seconds. The hard thing was just spend the extra minute to make sure the photos all went into this nice little box. And again, you could use like now, for example, I want to add another effect. I'm going to add an effect. I'm going to not add effect. I'm going to add this. drag that into my timeline. Again, where's it going, ladies and gentlemen? It is going in our track. If you wanted to change what the video or the frame looked like, then you would be changing the video else. We're only working with the overlay track right now. So, so let's say we want to create an effect on the second video, no problem. On the second video, we'll click on it, go to X, X, we can pick what we want. So we have airbrush, chroma key, we'll talk about that another time. That gets a little complicated. Basically, we can take them in front of a, a green or blue screen, and we can make whatever we want appear back there, which is really cool. We'll talk about that on another show. Do a just okay. Um, let's pick something that's kind of neat. I think probably something that would be neat. So I have here, uh, I have Film Pro, I have, um, I have Mosaic, uh, and you can see effects of what I've, I've, uh, I have Strobe Motion. Strobe Motion is kind of neat. Okay. Uh, I have throw I have throw stone I have video pan and zoom uh, let me pick another one here I have uh, zoom motion I, let me I'm going to use the wind one okay so we'll take the wind and we're going to take that and we're going to drag that to our slide now again we drove it right onto the onto the third slide and actually a little in Very easy, very, very simple. Now, by doing that, I see the If I wanted to change that, I could come over here and I could say replace, replace last filter. Um, I could go back here and I could change it to none. And if it's set to none, guess what happens? Nothing happens, there's no effect. So, run by running. Okay, we'll just go to the beginning here and we'll start at one time. And there we have our clip. So now our clip. And you see the nice little effect on the last one, which was wind. So again, all things can be videos, but they can all be done to objects. So today what we really are focusing on is taking an object and then making that object work for you in actually its own environment. So by you creating, now you can create your own um, frames if you'd like. I mean, you can go to... Uh, you can go right up here to uh, frames, and a frame is nothing more than a PNG. So if you're if you have a PNG uh, overlay, great. You can create whatever you want to do. Maybe you wanted um a picture of your tennis or your best friend at tennis. So you could make a tennis court, and then you could make a frame in the court, and then you appear. The tennis court. So you could do that. You could actually take it so that you could have a tennis court and you could have your side, the other side. You could have the other side and 
it look like you're playing somebody else. So you could do that. So there's lots of effects. So this is this is what we did today. So we talked about how we do the track and how we do the overlay track. So now let's talk a little bit about titling. So with the same exact way as you probably thought it did before. So let's say before we start our frame, I'm going to do a title. The only difference is because my title is going to be inside frame, okay, it will be on my, you guessed it, my overlay track because I want it to appear inside that frame. So I'm just going to one of the common ones that they use a lot of times is is the is the um, is the one we know they they would scroll up and down. And I'm going to just type in credits. I'll just type James Johnson. And usually they do things like uh, credits, Bob, Bob Johnson. Uh, they would do something like, you know, uh, lighting, Bob Johnson. Uh, another one they might do, uh, screenplay. Bill Everett, and then they get into things like uh, they do the sound engineer, uh, producer, Tom Can. Uh, then they have things like producer. Uh, they have director, right? And and you can get into a uh, that was that was Joy Joy Tom. I can go over here and I can start my I can start my credits up. Here's the important thing, ladies and gentlemen. Because my credit box, this is really important, okay? My credit box needs to be where it needs to be. Now, if your credit box is a typical credit box, roll your if it's roll your Guess what's going to happen? I'll show you in just a second. So I'm going to make this credit box just in the frame, but I don't want to go anywhere else but in the frame. And it's a little tricky because um, you have a proportionality to how you in. So in order to get this to do what I want, guess what I have to do? I'd have to go in and I would have to change my font. So I'm going to change my font. Oh, I don't know. I'll make it really low. Okay, I'm gonna make it. Uh, it's actually gonna. I'm gonna make it. Uh, I'm gonna make it a 16. Okay. Now, if I take that. Now, if I have my box, I can make my box nice and big. So you're gonna click the center so that it looks nice. Because remember, we can drag the box just like we could any other any other kind of box. Okay, so we have the handles on the sides. All right, and we have the uh, handle actually. So keep in mind that when you move your handle, you're actually affecting not just the sides but the whole thing. So you have to do it properly. From the beginning, and go back to the very beginning. I'll rewind my clip in the home. With the previous segment, so I'll just hit this. Okay, and it rolls right up and it goes to the box. I didn't want my effect to roll, but I wanted to stay in the box. What should I have done? I don't know. Well, one thing I'm going to do so I don't have to pull again is I'm just going to co I can copy the attribute. Okay, I'm just and I'm going to delete the lighting effect. And I'm going to go to another effect, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to an effect that's only in my box. So doing one that's only in my box, okay, it should not do anything more than what I need. So I'm going to drag another one in there. And I know a lot of you had this question of me, you know, Lori, I know we have 
last show, and I think it keeps coming up. And the question was, why are so many people using Lori Ipsum? Where is uh, what is it, and where? Well, it's dummy text of the printing and the typesing industry. It's been the industry standard dummy text since the 1500s. Galley and um, scrambled it to make a specimen book, and it survived not only but you five centuries. So, leap into the electronic typesetting world. It was popularized in the 1960s with uh, the Letrisit sheet, glory, and just kind of stuck. So, the question is, you know, why do we use it? Well, it was established many, many years ago. Uh, the fact that it has the letters than saying insert content here. Um, there's many um, there's actually a site online called lipsum.com and I start me I click on it it'll give me the whole thing. So Lauren Iposum is a passage um, it, it actually, like I said, there's, there's, a, there's a generator right online, so you can generate the tech, and it just has a nice flow. Um, it really doesn't mean much of anything. It's just dummy text, and uh, it sort of flows nicely. So now I'm going to go over here, and I'm going to change my font to size 12. I am the copy and paste. I made I made my box too small. I'm actually my letters are too small. This size, but I'll make it size 12. And there we are. And I can paste that right in the box. So very 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 simple to do. And by using this, you actually can have a lot of control with how you create your videos. This is great for um, any kind of things. Maybe you like to shoot um, football games. Maybe you like to shoot sports. Or maybe you want to shoot family events. And you want a way to put them together and make them compelling enough. Because let's look at the same They can get boring, right? And not everybody's going to spend the time in choreograph into music and all that wonderful take. So you have a nice format of how pictures can flip in and float and, and roll. I mean, it just the presentation more interesting and you're watching it, but you're not bored because there's always something happening. We all talk a lot about the track and we talk a lot about the overlay track. Next time we talk, next time we do Video Studio, uh, I'm not sure do that this week or other time, we'll talk a little more. We talked about the title track. We'll talk a little more about the voice track. Uh, we'll talk about the music track. And I, we're also going to go into, maybe we'll talk into some of the other features. We're, we've talked about record capture. We'll give a little bit of a highlight of the mix. We'll talk about the audio music feature, the track motion system. And and then also we'll talk about uh, the subtitle. So you, you can click on the subtitle editor. Um, so I'll just click on a video and I'll click on the subtitle editor. And I can click my subtitle very easy, very simply, and I can edit in there. So there's lots of stuff you really spend hours, hours. Using it, but I think the nice thing about it is that you actually can make something look very professional. Most people will get up to speed with Corel Video Studio Pro in a couple of days. Uh, I don't mean that you have to spend 12, 24, 72 hours, but I do mean that you need to put a good hour or two a day to come efficient with Corel Video Studio Pro. Before you start doing your first family project, you're going to want to have at least four to an hour of just 
working around projects. Once you work with some projects, understand how the elements work, the functionality, like, and you may say, gee, you know what I'd like to do? I may want to do this for profit and start your own video editing business. But there's a lot of I think, you know, getting a program like this that's under $100, you know, it's very reasonable. You do need at least an i5 processor. Of course, the best processor you have, have an i7 generation with the latest uh, speeds. You're going to be able to not only do things quickly, the so fast. Because remember, uh, processors uh, take care of things in MIPS, millions of instructions per second. I know that sounds a little funny, but what it really means is this that the more instructions I give something with the newer chip, it's going to be done. I'm going to go to a quick break. Listen, you stay right where we are. We've got one more left, and I'll be right back after this break. Have data that needs to be destroyed? Don't take a chance. Let the experts at the JMore Connection completely destroy and eliminate your data. For over 15 years, JMore has been helping companies all over New Jersey with data security, destruction, and IT needs. Call 877-767-5667. JMore meets federally mandated data disposal policy. Call 877-767-5667 now. Brian, where does the hour go? You don't know either. The control room. Once having a cup of coffee, I'm not. I'm not like putting you to sleep, am I? No, you just you just like to have coffee because you just need your coffee. All right. Well, we won't we won't go there. Uh, everyone else seems to be having cookies and something. You guys are like eating back there. I mean, you get to eat behind there, and I just have to sit here. Like a lot of water. I can't eat anything out here. Wow, I'm jealous. <laughs> anyway, you know. There, there's so much stuff happening. You know, so many things in technology that are actually building blocks to make your life easier. Uh, let's take programming, for example. Programs from scratch anymore, unless we're programming, let's say, assembly or binary. Even that's not done at scratch. Binary is. But nobody's really scratch. They're using libraries that have predefined routines. And the rule of thumb is when you use different how to use them so long as you're, it is not more than 20 or 30 years of code. You can't just use their whole thing and say, hey, this is my program. And it could be a function of, of what your program does, but it has to be just, okay, we use function, it did some neat stuff. No. But again, they're building blocks, and I think that's what's great with with produced studio. They've given you some great building blocks, so you don't have to spend hours trying to do all these things. Or you have to understand where do I find the building block, and how do I use the building block, and how do I add on to it? How do I change it? How do I move it? I mean, that's what we've come to now. With video editing programs, with audio editing programs, everything is a building block. Understanding how it is really a secret of being successful. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a great hour. I hope you've enjoyed uh, this second introduction to Corel Video Studio Pro, and I hope that you'll uh, join us for other shows. But you know, definitely check out Corel.com and, and download the uh, download either the uh, Pro. Uh, or the ultimate. I'm, I know you'll be very, very pleased if you're going to do video editing. Listen, uh, my name is John Morley. I want to thank you for joining us on the Jay Morley Talk next week at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. I do promise you we will be changing our show soon, definitely by November 1st, but hopefully a lot sooner than that. Please be sure to on Facebook, Twitter, tell your friends about us, and from all of us at the Jay Moore Connection, have a wonderful, happy, healthy, and a from all of us at the Jaymore Connection Incorporated, we'd like to thank you for listening tonight and invite you to join us again next Monday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to tell your friends and associates about the Jaymore Radio Show and call in live. Be sure to call us early next time so you can get on air too. 
The J. Moore Connection, where engineering technology to grow your business. And you can chat with us right now at jmor.com or call us at 800-208-5155. Thanks so much for stopping by and have a great night.